Hi and welcome to the third episode of the Circuit Breaker Podcast. As they say, third time's a charm. So I hope you've been enjoying the last two episodes. And if you haven't heard them just yet, you can check them out on Spotify. My name is Isaac and this is a podcast that started off as a Circuit Breaker Resolution. It's something new that I wanted to explore during this whole month-long work-from-home measure. I really wanted to kind of kick this off uh, because I thought that uh, like you and like many other people uh, at home, uh, I have practically quite a fair bit of things to do, not nothing to do. Uh, But as I do them, I actually listen a lot to podcasts because it's kind of filling my mind with, I guess, more information and things that I could learn. So hopefully this podcast can do the same for you as well. Now, I must say that this has been a fairly difficult project to upkeep. Uh, I mean, on a daily basis, to be able to kind of sit in front of a mic and just kind of talk my lungs out, uh, it actually takes quite a fair bit of preparation, research, thinking. And uh, I must say I have a newfound respect for podcasters who do this on a daily basis. Absolutely amazing for you to be able to sit down uh, and you make it sound so easy and feel so easy But being behind the mic, I have to admit this is a project that definitely has um, really been quite a difficult thing to to upkeep uh, because of the fact that I actually still have a day job. So what I'm going to do across the next few days is I'm going to take time to research and try and plan a few episodes out at a single time. Uh, And that might mean that I would miss potentially a daily uh, update for you guys. Uh, but I would definitely share and I have been blatantly sharing it on my Instagram, on my Facebook. Uh, and I'm quite happy uh, that a lot of my friends, uh, even friends from primary school, have reached out to say hi. And so I do appreciate all the support I've been getting. Again, if you do have any topics and things you would like me to talk about or you want to learn about me, uh, I would be happy to table that uh, and really kind of think and plan around it and create content that is relevant to you. So bear with me, I'll definitely plan to share a new episode whenever I can. Uh, And hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to upkeep this for the entire month to keep giving you more episodes. They may not be as regular like on a daily basis, but maybe three times a week, four times a week. I don't know. Uh, And I won't want to hold myself to promise that way because clearly, clearly I'm going to fail at this resolution uh, if I don't uh, force myself, I guess, to make time to do this. Now, we've just completed day two, uh, day two of our Circuit Breaker month. And by the time you're listening to this, welcome to day three. And yesterday was the first day schools went live online, and I'm glad to see that most of my teacher friends survived. So a real big shout out to all the teachers out there who have been actively adapting and changing up their teaching styles to bring lessons online Uh, And of course, trying to control kids in a classroom is really crazy. Imagine trying to control them online, trying to get their attention, trying to speak to them, trying to get them to kind of actually do their work. But a real big shout out as well to parents. All right, parents who are trying their very best, of course, to cope with school from home uh, and work from home all at the same time. Uh, I just need to do work from home and this podcast and I'm already going crazy already. I cannot imagine spending hours in the morning trying to make sure your kid is in front of a computer he's doing work and not playing a game and he's actually going to finish all his stuff so at the same time i think uh, this is a new system for everyone so a little patience will go a long way all right a little patience both from the parents and from the teachers and i'm sure the system will work itself out eventually and hopefully not just at the last day of this entire measure but somewhere along the line education is still important and it will still 
be taught. So thank you very much, teachers, for teaching. Thank you very much, parents, for taking care of your children. And I think right now in the midst of a rising number of cases uh, where all seems more and more bleak, you know, it's, it's kind of scary knowing that in day three there are still so many cases, there's so many things that are happening, people are still being served advisories to stay home. Uh, I can't help but keep shouting out at the fact that we all must do our part. It's not that tough, just stay home. Stay home and listen to this podcast. Share this podcast with your friends. I'll be eternally grateful to you. Um, but yeah, just stay home and, and, and that's the least that you can do. At the same time, in the midst of all these seemingly bad news, and I think in a similar vein to yesterday's episode, I have been thinking about what other kinds of good news can I bring? So I thought day three was the day. Day three is the day that I had to come clean about a piece of news that has been absolutely scary. That's right, COVID-19 is scary, but there's possibly a deadline to this whole pandemic, right? Fingers crossed we're gonna find a vaccine soon, it's gonna be tested and hopefully we will get a cure. But what I'm about to tell you is a piece of personal news that's shaken me to the core, both with fear and giddy excitement. All right, so before I pass out on an extended number of superlatives, right, that mean absolutely nothing. I just wanted to tell you, all the listeners out there, who, all 40 of you who have been listening, thank you very much. But hopefully, more listeners out there, I just wanted to tell all of you that Irene, my wife, and I are expecting. I really wanted to put an applause SFX over there. I just thought it was a bit cheesy, so I decided not to. But yes, it's super, super exciting. Uh, we found out that uh, she has been pregnant, uh, and we found out that she's going to be due in September. All right, so the September of this year, a new baby, if all goes well, uh, is going to be born into this world, and it's going to be mine. To be clear, she's the one who's pregnant. Uh, so, but I, I know for those of you who look at me, I've been showing for a few years now. Uh, but yeah, she's the one who's been pregnant. She's about, about four months pregnant now, and we're about five months away uh, from saying hello to our new baby. Uh, and I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do. So it's with true kind of fear and excitement that this news is something that uh, I'm sharing. Again, one of those other random things that I've been thinking about and I've been struggling with is what's the best way of saying it? You know, like I've, I've had the, the opportunity to share it with different friends, uh, different close groups, uh, and each time before I tell them, I get a bit like confused, you know, like we are pregnant, but I'm not pregnant, she's pregnant. We're expecting, expecting what, <laughs> you know? But nonetheless, it's still a piece of good news. And I think it's a piece of good news I really wanted to share with you in this time because I hope it's news that would also bring a smile to your face wherever you are listening to this podcast. Now, this episode is all about, uh, a little bit, I mean not all about, I think it's mostly about my perspectives on uh, the early days of finding out that I became a dad. Uh, and of course I can keep talking about this until the baby comes out and there can be many, many more episodes about this. But I really wanted to detail uh, just a short period uh, during the first trimester where we found out and the story of how I found out. All right, so, so sometime in January, Right before my job transition to ASGAG, uh, I was working in an advertising agency, name drop 72 and Sunny. And it was about a team of five of us that actually flew up 
uh, to Hong Kong for a pitch. And all these are in the days before COVID. You know, those days that were great, uh, where flying was free. It wasn't free, la. it was very expensive, actually. So we flew up right before Chinese New Year. Uh, of course, the height of COVID was still happening in Wuhan, but thankfully in Hong Kong, it was all safe, just so you guys know. Uh, and we went up for a pitch, and some of you might know how crazy pitches can get, right? Um, pitches are one of those things where you are trying to fight for new business. So you go with a team of people and you and you meet a, a group of clients and you attempt to sell them the best work uh, that they've ever known in their lives that they hopefully will buy and buy into your vision and hire you. And we know the rest is usually not history, right? But this was one of those Mission Impossible pitches where... As a team of five, uh, we flew in one day into Hong Kong, uh, pitched, uh, and we were expected to fly out the next day. So it was one of those really stressful trips. Uh, and ahead of working on this pitch, we were already pulling weekends and all-nighters to try and get this whole entire amazing deck done up. So fast forward, we're in Hong Kong, and on the day of the pitch, uh, Irene, my wife, texted me in the morning and wished me well. Right? She said, good luck for the, for the pitch meeting and uh, told me to text her after it was all over. At that time, she was already feeling a bit unwell, but I had to fly anyway, so we just thought that it was just a common flu or common cold. We didn't think much about it. Um, but this time, if you think, if you actually have a cold, right, please go and see the doctor, okay? Please don't not think too much about it, all right? PSA, PSA. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't think much about it at that time, and uh, so I went for the pitch. And I had wrapped the pitch at about, I think it was about 3.30 in the afternoon, and uh, we were still in the meeting room with the clients. And uh, we were meant to have a follow-up meeting with another client team, right? So they could find out more about us, demonstrate our creds, and so on and so forth. Uh, but being so relieved at 3.30, once we had finished and uh, we had finished with question answering, uh, I texted her and I told her, it is finished. I'm done, right? I'm done with the pitch and I'm so glad it's over. Now, instead of replying me in the usual way, uh, she decided to send me an ambiguous photo, all right? An ambiguous photo of what looked like a really weird thermometer. And it had two lines. Okay, the context is uh, we were taking the whole trying for a kid thing uh, pretty chill, uh, okay? Like, we said this is the year that we were trying for a kid. We didn't know when it was going to happen, so we weren't uh, hoping for anything, but... Each time when she takes the test and it fails, she just throws the stick away and tells me uh, nothing. Uh. You know, so I've never actually seen the stick properly before. And I've never actually known that you need to see two lines. Most times in the movies, when it comes to that part, I just like, oh, she's pregnant, right? Obviously, right? Because when they cut to that scene, then obviously they're going to show you a pea stick and she's pregnant. Uh. So I never actually looked at the stick and never actually knew what the stick looked like. And I never knew you needed to see two lines. So all this is happening, right, while my prospective clients were sitting right opposite me. And I couldn't exclaim. I couldn't, I couldn't show any form of emotion because we were just done with this amazing Q&A. For, for that fact, I couldn't even faint, right? Like, I had to sit through another meet and greet session with a, a client team. And I probably really had a constipated face on. Right, so for those of you who know, I actually have a, a fairly good poker face. Even if it's stupid questions that I, I get from clients, I, I tend to kind of look them straight in the eye and uh, pretend that uh, that was kind of the most brilliant question in the entire world, uh, right? Uh, but I probably had, and I think in retrospect, I had a really constipated face on. You know the kind of face when uh, you see something really stupidly horrible happen to someone uh, 
and you just don't know whether to laugh or cry. Most times I laugh, lah, obviously, because it's me, right? But this time I really felt like that scene in uh, The Joker and, and Joaquin Phoenix is sitting in the bus and he's trying not to laugh at this lady because he has this condition, right? Wow, I tell you, it was one of the toughest moments in my life where I just didn't know how to react, right? It's almost like if you watch Inside Out and there's tons of all your emotions kind of going uh, in your head, right? And you just don't know how best to feel at that time. And I think one of the really weird emotions uh, was that I really felt at that time like tearing up. And it was a really weird feeling because I don't really feel this way all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly stoic. I, I'm fairly emotionless to, to some extent. Uh, and it was the first time in a long time I was so happy so scared, so excited, so worried. Uh, and I really wanted to tear up. And, and, and my reply a few messages later through the day was, first text was, I'm so happy. Second text following that, and scared, full stop. And honestly, those five words uh, were really how I felt at that time. So happy and scared. And I think on very, very few occasions, I think in life, have I ever felt this way. You know, most times I feel this way when I like collect major examination results. You know that feeling like, like when I went to take my PSLE results, right? Then, you know, your parents expect you to get like 2.4 plus, then I got like 2.16, and then like, I look at the result and I'm like, yes, I passed. But then at the same time, like, I'm going to kind of whack, you know? Like that entire feeling of like, yes, it was great, but still no damn bad. But of course now, uh, hashtag life beyond grades, right? Like, but still, same thing happened, O-levels, looked at it, you know. And my teacher asked me at the time, uh, I said, which uh, grade do you want to see first? You know, and uh, I was like, wow, what play this kind of lottery game? I was like, English lah, you know, tell me English, because English should be not a bad one, right? And then she was like, uh, what do you think you got? And I was like, ah, yeah, I got A2 lah, you know, at least, at least A2, right? And then she looked at me and said, B3. Then I'm like, wallahi, you know, your entire world kind of comes crumbling down when you hear that, and then after you find out, you get A2 for your a and then you're like, okay, well, the world's a better place. So that was kind of the feeling, you know? Uh, and I know, I know some of you are just relieving those PTSD days. I'm sorry for bringing those things up. But that feeling is, is one of the most like, interesting feelings, I think. I, I've, I think there are very, very rare occasions in life where you get to feel super aesthetic about something and super fearful all at the same time. And it's one of those feelings that really helped me appreciate uh, being human. Now, this was one of those occasions where uh, I must say that my wife uh, really, really stepped up to the plate. You know, she booked her own gynae checkup. You know, she was... And thankfully, she works in a hospital, so it was easy-ish. Uh, she was reading up. She was downloading apps. She was telling me my baby's the size of a walnut, then it's the size of a beetroot. Uh, this is really weird apps that kind of compare fetus sizes to plants and stuff. But I really kind of like leaned in a lot into her, you know, instead of usually trying to be the macho man and trying to be the one who, who would step up. Uh, this was one of those instances where it was really beyond my control and it still is beyond my control. I don't know what to do or when to do and how to do what I should be doing. Um, and my mind is has been spaghetti for the last few weeks. Uh, and months actually and, and I realized that I pretty much kept jumping the gun with tons of questions in my head because 
the moment I found out, I was like, oh, what kind of father am I going to be? How would I discipline my children? Will they be able to sing? Will they like music? What if they only like opera? You know, like tons of like unnecessary questions, to be honest. But still, I, I, I realized that I actually had to work through them bit by bit. Because this was something that was totally brand new, something that I had never experienced before. And I kind of really thought that maybe I just needed a bit of an FAQ. But there's, but slowly I've learned uh, that every pregnancy is very, very different. And so the, the things that my wife goes through is not going to be the same things that someone else's wife is going through, right? And uh, sure, there are similarities and things like that, but pretty much every pregnancy is different. And that is something that I had to learn across the time uh, of being uh, first a husband and uh, a potential father-to-be. And so I think during this time, we really got quite a fair bit of questions. And, and most times when we told people, people were like, yay, congratulations. And they would ask you this question. And it was my pet peeve question, to be very honest. And it still is. Okay. And the number one question really got to me was, hey, uh, just asking, uh, uh, was it planned? Uh? And I'm like, what do you mean? Uh? Like, what's it got to do with you, whether it was planned or not? Why does it matter? I mean, if I said it wasn't planned, are you going to give me a million bucks to solve all my problems? No, right? So, I mean, this is the part where I, I just felt that, like, like, honestly, if you have friends who are pregnant, celebrate with them. Don't go about trying to inquire whether it was planned or not because it's not your business to ask such questions. And again, like, if you have nothing good to offer, just don't speak. Your friends will appreciate your silence. Because if they knew what you were going to say, they would slap you. Except they're your friends, lah. Right? So I think, I think it's one of those things, like, the more, I, I guess, again, now having experienced it, I'm a lot more sensitive to the types of questions I would potentially ask my friends who, who are expecting. Like, the next question that we get a lot is, so gender, do you know the gender? And I think it's a fair question. I think that's a fair question to ask. Uh, at present, we don't know the gender. We probably know the gender in about a month's time. Uh, are we excited to know? Yes. Uh, do we want it to be a girl? I don't know. And uh, a lot of people have been referring to uh, our unborn child as uh, her, right? So even our gynae has also uh, taken it upon herself to uh, decide that our child might be a girl. And, uh, and I can make a whole new episode about this, about gender preferences and what Irene prefers and what I prefer and what our parents and so on and so forth. But I think the key thing that, that, that was really a big takeaway from the first few weeks of finding out about the pregnancy was this is going to be a whole new change and it's going to be a good change. And I think change is something that is always scary. Change is something that will always uh, strike fear into anyone. Um, but I really sincerely believe it's how you react to that change. And, and a bit of fear really can go a long way. Um, if there's something that I really hold fast to is the fact that fear is, is what really drives me to know that I'm not the greatest person on earth, right? Like I'm not going to be a perfect person. I'm not going to be a perfect dad. Uh, but fear is the one that I believe will grant me wisdom. Fear is the one that would guide me and, and, and really help me to shape my view uh, on life and the things around me. So this episode really is for me uh, to tell all of you, all 40 of you, and uh, please please share this podcast with your friends, um, to tell you about that amazing news that we are going to have a baby. 
And uh, this couldn't be better news to for you and for me uh, during this time where it's really just really, really quite bleak. At the same time, I think this is this is hopefully the first of many, many more good news that we would hear across the time uh, in this month. Um, again, I can't stress enough, right? Like uh, the PSA for every day, to be honest, is please stay at home. Uh, that's the least that we can all do uh, to help one another. And if you like this episode, uh, give me a shout out. Let me know. Uh, I'll be happy to do more. If you have questions, uh, good questions, hopefully. Don't ask stupid questions. Uh. If you have questions about the pregnancy, uh, what we've been going through as a couple, if there are things that have been changing, and if you really want to hear Irene's side of the story, maybe we will do a podcast with her uh, in it. But thank you so much for spending time listening to this. I really appreciate having all of you have an audible glimpse into my life. Uh, and I hope to bring you more great news uh, in the next few weeks. So stay safe and until next time, have a great circuit breaker month.